Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for giving us the living hope through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Truly, all of the hopes in the world are dying hopes, and we thank you for your living hope in Christ. As we read your words now, deepen our understanding of this living hope so that we can discern and overcome all the false dying hopes in our days, especially in this political season. In the only hopeful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Yesterday, we read Peter's thanksgiving for Gentile Christians. He praised God for the supreme birth that gives us the living hope with the everlasting, glorious inheritance of God. Today, we will read the last part of his thanksgiving in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 10 to 12. So let's read 1 Peter 1, 10 to 12. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was appointing when he predicted the suffering of a Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you. When they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, even angels long to look into these things. Peter's last reason for praising God with a thanksgiving reveals an important, a very important truth and an inspiring fact about the gospel of Jesus Christ. First, the important truth that Peter shares is about the final piece uh, for the divine puzzle. Peter declares today that in the history of salvation, final stage was finally initiated and inaugurated with the coming of Gentiles into God's family. According to Peter, the prophets of the Old Testament carefully and intently searched and spoke about the suffering of the Messiah and aftermath glory as they were guided by the Spirit of Christ. And they received the revelation of a good news for you, Gentiles. Verse 12, Paul, Peter said, It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, that means the Jews, but you, when, when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have uh, preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Peter, Peter did not mention any specific prophets of Old Testament here because his uh, readers were not familiar with the Jewish, Jewish scripture. But we know Isaiah, Jeremiah, Zechariah, Malachi spoke about God's reaching out to the Gentile. For instance, Isaiah 49, 6 says, You will no more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you, we're talking about future Messiah, a light to the Gentiles, and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Beside Isaiah 49, 6, Zechariah 2, 11 says, Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on that day. They too will be my people. 
I will live among them, and you will know that the Lord of heaven's army sent me to them. And Malachi 1, 11 says, But my name is honored by people of other nations from morning till night. All around the world they offer sweet incense and pure offerings in honor of my name. For my name is a great among the nations, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So verse 12, Peter here used the word you three times. Confirms that gospel was a prophesy for you Gentiles, preached to you Gentiles, and the Holy Spirit led us to you Gentiles. Peter was telling his readers that you Gentiles are included in God's plan and people, and your birth in Christ was not accidental, but providential. So that's a very important gospel truth and uh, uh, history of our salvation. Here, we see this important theological truth is also inspiring fact because it tells us the story of an incredibly transformed human journey that I really hope that happens to everyone's life. Here we see Peter growing out of his uh, uh, ethnocentric matrix or monocultural hegemony. Peter the Jew finally and truly became Peter, the Jesus follower. Peter was telling his Gentile readers that I am not the end point, or Jewish people are not the end point of the Bible, but you, Gentiles, are the end point of God's prophecy. You are the final frontier and target of God's great mercy and searching love. You are the last missing piece and God's puzzle of salvation. We must recognize Peter was not doing a lip service here. As you remember Peter's story in Acts chapter 10, he was so Jewish. Peter, was, Peter is a Jew. I mean, first of all, Peter was so Jewish that when God told him to eat non-kosher food, do you remember the Peter's dream before he was sent to visit Cornelius? What did Peter say? He's the only human being that we know that dared to say God resounding no for three times. You know, uh, uh, Acts chapter 10 said the voice told him to get up Peter, kill and eat. And Peter responded, surely not the Lord. Peter replied, I have never eaten anything impure and unclean. That's the Peter. This reluctant Jewish Peter became now receptive Christian Peter to Gentiles. He was no longer cautious and suspicious to the Gentiles. But he was totally confirming and assuring them. He said today, even angels were waiting for your salvation, my brothers. Even the angels long to look into these things. I believe this is the truth of the gospel and power of the grace of God. As Paul said in Galatians 3.28, There is a neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Peter broke his racial prejudices and ethnic stereotypes 
and was born or reborn with a welcoming love in Christ. We must recognize that Peter believed Yahweh before he was transformed. He knew God, but he did not know how much God loved everyone. That's the hope and prayer we must have for our country now. In this belligerent season of election, racial divide is felt deeper than ever. Frustration and fear is a greater. Let us pray that Christians become God's peacemakers and reconcilers in this contentious time. Our country needs a serious healing. I might even feel for uh, surgery to cure this systemic institutional racism. If a Christ died for all, there shouldn't be others in our mind. Like Peter, let us welcome and affirm others, different people, with the same grace of Christ today. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, it is hard to believe that each one of us is the last missing piece in the puzzle in your heart. As we recognize this incredible important truth of the gospel, help us realize the same inspiring journey that Peter had in his life. As you accepted us in Christ, help us accept others in Christ's name. We know that your grace is never ending to us and help us to heal our country and those around us with a grace upon grace. In the most precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.